What's going on, Internet? The Black Cog here, a.k.a. TVH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Gaming Illuminati podcast. We are about to be on episode 73. Before we get into that, let me introduce you to my co-host. The first is which is happy that Hurricane Florence isn't touching Florida first. He's Tampa's brightest and Tampa's lightest. UTX, JG the Don. Say what up to the people. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Another podcast. Let's get it in. Yeah, yeah. And my second co-host has been infected by UTX contagion, the Don's virus. But he said he was going to tough this one out. So uh, don't be mad if you hear some sniffles or maybe a cough or a sneeze in the show. Bear with us. Say what up to the people, Ethos. Oh, what up, man? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would like, if you would like to appear on the next show, please consider supporting us on Patreon.com slash GI Updates. We have all different type of rewards in line for those who choose to financially support us. Link in the description box below if you're viewing the video version at YouTube.com slash The Black Okage. And of course, feel free to take the show on the go. The GI Podcast is available on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Google Play Store, Spotify, and a whole lot more. Make sure to download our free app uh, to get the latest news on iOS and Android. It's free. Just search Gaming Illuminati on your respective app store. Now, before we get into the show, I would like to thank today's sponsor, Casper, a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest if you'd like to purchase one of their products head over to casper.com slash gi and use the code gi at checkout for 50 dollars off select mattresses terms and conditions do apply once again that is casper.com slash gi and use the code gi at checkout for 50 dollars off select mattresses terms and conditions do apply all right let's get into the show gentlemen one of the biggest games has finally arrived we've been talking about this for years we've been talking about Puddlegate. But it's here. Spider-Man, Marvel Spider-Man for the PS4 has finally released Into the Wild. It's getting rave reviews, but none of those opinions matter because they're not ours. So we're going to be sharing our first impressions, and I'm sure we're going to be doing a review later for the GI channel. Uh, on because I think Ethos is the only one that's finished the game so far. So we're just going to share kind of first impressions of Spider-Man uh, for the PS4. Uh, JG, you got the floor. So what are your first impressions of Spider-Man? Give us the big, the good, the bad, the ugly. Absolutely, absolutely. So first of all, I'd like to say that the game is beautiful. Um, like just looking at the different suits that you can get in the game, the notice of detail is amazing. Uh, I know it's like a whole bunch of little things that people saw, like the fact that like when you're in battles and say you knock somebody off of a tall building, Spider-Man doesn't kill him. Like he doesn't let him fall off the building. It's like a webbing that like catches the enemy and sticks them to the ledge. Like that's cool. Uh, like the attention to like little things like grenades and rockets, all of that stuff is dope. Like I don't see anything wrong with it visually. I think it's it's very stunning. Uh, like when you look at the character model and you see their facial animations that's all dope so again uh kudos to me uh for the visual part <laughs> all right okay <laughs> kudos for the visual part. um as far as the gameplay I know a lot of people say that it feels like batman it is a similar style but spider-man has a lot more gadgets that he can use um and he's way more agile obviously than batman can be so it brings a slightly different element to the actual combat style uh compared to batman if you want to compare it to that um so but i i have no problem like it's a lot of things you can do like you can get real creative with uh with spider-man like at first i was thinking it was kind of you know just uh just standard and uh like just bam uh square and then that's it but you can actually like change some really dope stuff together some throws and then obviously whenever you uh level up you'll get some more moves and some more things in your arsenal that you can do so i like all of that like everything flows and that's the, that's the main thing that a lot of people are worried about does this game flow compared to batman and I, i'm proud to say again yes it does yes it does as far as the story, again, I'm not 100% done, but I feel like I'm close. It's getting really, really interesting. I'm looking to see for some more things. Um, 
I, I was hoping that, again, uh, since I ain't beat the game, I'm not sure. I was wanting to see a little bit more from Miles Morales. He's more of a of a bystander, a civilian right now who's trying to find his way in the world. Um, but that's cool, though. I do like the way that they integrated his story. I like the villains. Obviously, like you end up, once you get further in the story, you start seeing a lot of familiar faces. So that's cool. All the old-time Spider-Man fans should be excited about that. Um, the story overall is dope. Um, again, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. So again like i'm really not having too many gripes about the game the collectibles is plenty of them plenty of challenges to do so again with all of that being said like once you do all of that stuff ends up obviously being a longer game um than what the uh just the standard story so you you'll have plenty to do especially if you want to collect all the suits um so again like i'm i'm seeing a lot of good things about this game uh the only i guess negative thing i would say so far is it does get a little repetitive but i feel like that's kind of like with any open world game it does get repetitive like when you see the same crimes and stuff it's going to happen but again i feel like the story definitely makes up for that so that it's not a completely boring time so again from my playthrough i'm thoroughly enjoying it so that's that's my take Mm. any negatives to take away from it uh like i said just the just the fact that it gets repetitive sometimes okay Okay. yeah just that uh what about you ethos well, I don't know what I can say because just don't spoil the story, bro. It's kind of hard. Um, okay, because like, um, the game's good, but I don't think it's a masterpiece, and I don't think it's game of the year. But it is good. Um, mm, okay, I think if you're a Spider-Man fan and you played the old man Spider-Man, it's like definitely like pick this game up. Uh, I was a huge fan of Spider-Man, like the Spider-Man games back on the PS1 and PS2. Like this is a love like letter to like people who loved Spider-Man back in the day who played those games. Uh, you'll definitely love it. If you're a Marvel fan of Spider-Man, you'll love this game. But if you're not really a superhero fan or you're not really like uh, into like, you know, super, I guess Spider-Man, I don't think this game is to those people, but I don't think that's a lot of people. Um, uh, the pros, I agree with everything JG said. Um, definitely, like, the attention to detail is, is uh, incredible. I love it when a game, like, takes time to really put detail into their games. It's the small things that I think really, like, make you know, like, you could really tell that uh, Insomniac really cared about this game. Um, and they did a really great job. And I'm just seeing, like, a bunch of people on Twitter. Like, it's all, it's, it's a lot of good vibes of, like, just people, like, finding cool stuff, finding awesome Easter eggs, um, seeing, like, finding, like, little cool polished things that they added to the game. Um, Puddle, Puddlegate was a joke and a lie. Um, <laughs> that part actually looked perfectly fine. Yeah, I just it beat looks that mission perfectly yesterday. Fine. Yeah. <laughs> game actually looks better than um in some areas it actually looks better than what, what i've seen online and when we were at like different conventions stuff um the only cons i have is i agree with jg it's, it's very repetitive uh, i think the side quests kind of low-key suck um compared to like what like basically compared to its contemporaries uh like in 2018 i'd say for the past like five years like spider-man's side quests and collectibles feel like straight out of like a ps2 game and that's nothing bad the collectibles are fun um, I'm actually collecting everything right now, but um, side quests are just kind of just like, eh, they're all right. They're like, meh. Nothing really like stands out or is really memorable. Like, you'll play one and you'll probably forget it. There's not a lot of side quests either. There's like maybe like 10 of them, I think. Maybe 12. Um, the other the other big thing that I have an issue with with it, uh, the boss battles are very redundant in my... And I think there's also what JG is saying, also repetitive. Um uh, you basically take down every single boss the same like they require the same type of mechanic which is like use your web shooters to like disable them and then just hit them hit them hit them hit them and then just run uh, hit them with web shooters and hit them hit them hit them then do like a you know do a finisher or do a, like a quick time event or something like that and that's how all of them play out like even 
final boss. The final boss is a little change up a little bit, but it's not that much of a change up. It's still the same mechanic. Um, so if I could give feedback, I would say that's really my only biggest con is maybe next time when they do a sequel, which they definitely will, um, to like make it where like each of the bosses require a different gadget or a different play style in order for you to beat them. So like it's a way of like showing that you can master all the aspects of playing Spider-Man and not just, you know, all you have to do is just use your web shooters in order to like blind them and then just beat them up over and over again. That gets kind of like kind of boring, but um, overall, it's still really great. I can maybe forgive them for it because I, I really think like definitely playing this game is definitely pushed for like a broad demographic. Like it feels like they wanted like a lot of age groups to play this game. Um, oh, that was another thing I didn't like. Uh, the other thing I didn't like was uh, the um, when you're not playing Spider Man. Um, the whole game is about being Spider-Man and being this, but they added in these human moments, which are cool. They're fine. The cutscenes are fine. But when you play as Mary Jane and you play as Miles, that is annoying. It is, it, 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 it it's complete. I didn't expect opposite. so many puzzles in the game. Yeah. The, the puzzles are like, they're all right, but like they, they're, they're annoying. Um, they're not like really fun to play. They're just really like, oh, you just sigh every time you have to do one. Um, they're not really engaging in my I opinion. I feel like they were just there to change. Yeah, just there up, to yeah, just really just make it yeah, fun. just to be there to, to switch it up. But then like the parts where you have to play as Mary Jane are just so boring because you don't have superpowers <laughs> and it's all it is is a very dumbed down water. So wait, down there's more section. than the one because like, I'm I'm not done. There's, there's more than that one part at the beginning multiple. where you get into the statue. Yes. Oh my god, there's no. multiple, and they don't they don't switch it up. They give her like they give MJ maybe like one gadget peter gives her one gadget which barely does anything to like make it more dynamic so that's by far the weakest part of the entire game is like every single time i got to those um it was just i just was like okay here we go and it's just it's not that they're difficult it's just they're straight up boring it's like you know you play spider-man because you want to be the web the web slinger you don't want to be mary jane or you don't want to be miles sneaking around trying to do other stuff i get that they're trying to get you more involved in their stories but i i I think it was the wrong way to go about it because they don't switch it up it's always the same format every single time and this that goes again to what like you said jg where it's like it's very repetitive it just keeps repeating stuff and it doesn't really switch up and the final thing i would say criticism wise is the story is very predictable um especially if you're if you've seen the old spider-man films and or you know anything about spider-man you could pretty much predict how the whole game's gonna play out um but that's pretty much it but other than that it's really great it's still i'd say if i had to rate it i'd give it like a 8.8 maybe a 9 pretty good okay, okay. that was that's, that's an interesting score because you pretty you kind of went hard on it for, for, for that high of a score yeah because it's still it's still good it's presentation is its best aspect but that's always sony exclusives and the only reason why i'm saying so much about it because people said in the last podcast i didn't contribute anything because i was tired so i'm trying to give them more now but um that they're gonna say god damn you don't talk can you shut up (laughs) i can't never win um but yeah it's a cool game but i I don't think it's a perfect game uh i think there's definitely flaws but i i only say that because i love the game because it's definitely like it is definitely the best spider-man game and it's you see the potential in it yeah i see huge potential and i want insomniac for their sequel to like really like blow it out so like it is a game of the year like competitor it could be considered like one of the best games of the decade because back in the day spider-man 2 i don't know maybe maybe other people feel differently but spider-man 2 felt like it was by far like one of the top games on the ps2 like almost everybody was like yo like spider-man 2 was fire um and i just want uh insomniac to reach that height as well because they definitely did it, it is the best spider-man game by far but i feel like they can like go make it go past just being the best spider-man in game and just be like one of the best games period like on the ps4 yeah i tend to agree i i think uh this is definitely the best spider-man game ever but i don't think this is game of the year just for the simple fact that like 
from from a combat standpoint, it's basically Batman Arkham, and that's okay because yeah. I love those games. Right. But uh, I think where the game really shines, in my opinion, is it's just fun as shit to it's a fun swing game. around the city. Yeah. Like, to, I, 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 honestly, I'm playing the game the opposite way that you did, Ethos, because I know you like kind of ran through the story, and now you're going back and collecting everything. Last yeah. night, I cleared out the whole map uh, for the side quest, and now I'm about to run through the story. So, like, and that's because like. Even if the side quests are repetitive, it, it doesn't bother me just because it, it's just fun as hell to swing around the city. You can do mm-hmm. all these little tricks and these little speed boosts and stuff like that. Surprisingly, it was fun to catch Mike Tyson's pigeons. You know, <laughs> not really Mike yeah, Tyson. Yeah, I enjoyed really swinging around the city. Like, it just flows right. You have to actually swing on something, especially because, like, I don't know if you noticed, like, when you go to the park areas where there's only trees, you can't mm-hmm. swing as well. You can't swing so, yeah, like there's it. that attention to detail, the attention to detail. Like, one thing that really stuck out to me is uh, I was doing a stealth mission. And uh, there was a there was a dude I was about to take out, and I accidentally kicked a can next to him, and then he heard it and he saw me. I was like, "Guy!" I was like, "Okay!" I was like, "I'm not even mad. I got caught." Like that that attention. Most games do not do that, so I was like, yeah. "Okay." That attention to detail right there. The Easter eggs in this game. There's a ton of Easter eggs. Body that's Easter eggs, game, and not just Marvel Easter eggs. Some really interesting ones. I think that's where the game gaming really ones too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so far the story is like it's it's decent to me. I kind of agree with you. It's not like blowing me away, but I haven't finished it. We'll see how we'll see how it ends. I will say um, the bat the last boss fight like visually it is like it is like a movie. It's really nice. But okay, yeah. Yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, I like all the different suits. I know y- y'all didn't even touch on that. There's oh, like yeah, a bunch of different great, suits yeah. in the game. I love the custom. And they I can't say that. <laughs> but yeah, nobody remembers. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, but all the suits are really cool. They have different abilities, and I like the fact that you don't you're not stuck to one suit. You can mix and match the abilities. So mm-hmm. if you have a suit that you like aesthetically, you can put a different power on it. That's really dope. Um, the, you can definitely tell like they played Spider. They played the previous Spider Man games before they made this because like those were like whole. You could tell they're Spider Man fans. Spider- period. Yeah, definitely. There was, there was just like certain little references and little jokes in there that you'd only like, get if you knew Spider Man. Yeah, yeah, I was like, yeah, they definitely have a passion and they definitely gave this to the right studio. So it'll be definitely interesting to see what. Uh, they do for a sequel but is it a game of the year i don't know i think it would be dope to see this game come to pc because like the whole time i'm swinging through the city i'm like man this would look really good in 60 fps <laughs> yeah that's the thing. I'm like damn you can get this game in 60 frames jesus christ that'll look incredible Your eyes get ultra wide frames, turn off the, it would have been nice the... to be really smooth <laughs> so somebody asked hood. somebody asked me so far do you like this game over uh god of war yeah mm, i think god of war, no, I would say god of war is better yeah i would have to agree just because like kratos was dropping gems and like i don't know i was way more engaged with the story uh yeah the story it feels like i'm just well. going through the motions with the spider-man story like oh i'm a superhero you know yeah but but again it's good like we, but it's good it's anybody, it's good. yeah we don't want anybody to think bad. that we're not shitting yeah. on it yeah but it's, it's bad we're yeah. just saying these are things that we'd like them to like for improve to do really but, but game of the year yeah i think y'all hyped it up a little bit yeah, I don't know about that. Uh, this is actually pertains to Spider Man, and this is kind of a question we got from one of the viewers. Um, he asked, and I wish you would have put your name in the da- in, in, in the damn submission form so I could shout you out, but you didn't. But he asked, uh, do you think will Superman not Superman? Do you think superhero games will be taken more seriously? And also, what superhero games would you like to see after Spider Man? Because I guess he feels like the floodgate is about to open after Spider Man. And of course, you know, Batman walks so Spider Man could run or fly or swing, basically. So, <laughs> do you think I mean, they'll be taken more seriously? And what games do you want to see? I mean, I never. Thought Superman game, superhero games were. I thought they were always taken seriously. Like Batman. I thought after Batman, the Batman series was like, yeah, that was the shit. Like Batman Arkham City was probably one of the best games last generation. In Arkham Knight is. It, it depends on who you ask. I didn't like Arkham Knight that much, but you know, I some people did. Uh, Arkham, I would say Asylum. Asylum was City. really good. Yeah, City, both City, really City was the best. So a lot yeah, of people. Knight was like uh, they mess. They miss some things, but like Knight, like. If you play Night now, I will say Night has probably some of the best graphics, like just period. It, it is 
a beautiful ass game. I will give that to uh, Arkham Knight. Okay. Uh, what, what, what about see? you? Yeah, what game? What game? Yeah, what? What you want to see? Uh, what Black Panther. You see? Definitely yeah, Black Panther. Okay. I think Black Panther could pull. It. I, I was I was originally okay, thinking well, of. Okay, how did so, they do Black Panther different so, than Batman? And I thought a lot of people said that. So like I was thinking either you could do it in Wakanda. You could either follow the the Marvel movie. Um, story format or you could make it where there's like you could do one where like he's chasing after claw like remember the bet show we saw back in the day you remember that whole thing like yeah with claw like they could the do a whole thing like comics. that yeah because a lot of people think because of black panther it has to stay in there but i think of it like more of like what if you could be like you could send out war dogs to different parts of like the world and then you'd have to go to those different locations around the world and to do certain missions for like wakanda like spy sort of stuff so like it could be like a stealth game mixed in with like spider-man acrobatics because that's like they're very in the, their style of fighting um you could add a detective because he is a de- he's based like batman too like you got a detective mode for him too like he is a detective he is a smart person he has gadgets as well um so with shuri so i think like there's a lot of like there's a lot of potential black panther that i think that people that uh the right studio could pull off i, I low-key was thinking about them making a very like difficult game but i was like yeah that probably wouldn't sell well um but i thought it'd be interesting if like from software made a uh, like a superhero game. No, like, no, not but from software. I, come on no. now, not from I software. I know you guys Stop don't it. like it, but I think that would be pretty interesting in a change up from like because yeah, we're always the game used to like Naughty Dog. you being. I don't want Naughty Dog to do it. To be honest with you, I I, I don't want them to do it because I, I feel like Naughty Dog would do too much to make it very. Um, Oscar bait worthy movie, yeah. Instead of it being like off, like the reason like this game I think is fun is because it's Insomniac. Like Insomniac makes fun games. I feel like if you give it to someone who's trying to be like, like if you give it to like a naughty dog or you give it to someone who's trying to like be very tryhardish with it, I feel like it just won't it won't give off the same vibe. It'll give off this like very grounded, realistic type of thing that I, I don't think really a lot of superhero games outside of I guess Batman. What else has a dark? Mm. other superheroes but yeah you, you, that's i don't know that's that's just how i feel i know everybody just immediately yells naughty dog but i i don't think naughty dog is always this, the answer for every type of game true 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 uh before we get to jg what's your name I, I forgot to say this at the beginning of the podcast this has nothing to do with the conversation but i'm gonna say it anyway because i feel like it uh today in which we're recording the podcast is september 12 2018 which is the day before the nintendo direct the next nintendo direct happens so because i feel like people a lot of people are gonna oh, say this yeah. in the comments why, didn't you- why did you talk about the nintendo direct so i'm just letting you guys know it is the 12th we will get to the nintendo direct the next podcast our bad but we had to get this episode out the way my bad go ahead jg so what do you want to see uh thanks <laughs> <laughs> this, uh with this, this superhero do you think they'll be taken more seriously? What games do you want to see? Um, answering your first question, I mean, I, I agree with Ethel. I think that they were always taken seriously. I just think that they were just done bad. <laughs> so okay, yeah. Just say, yeah, I just think a lot of it was just bad. Um, but like I said, there was like some dominant or rough. Like back in the day, um, like with the old beat em ups, I don't know if y'all remember the uh, old Punisher game that was kind of like uh, kind yeah, of Street Rage. Them and yeah, smash their head. I remember that. That game was too. yeah, that was actually pretty cool. I like that one. Uh, there was some uh, Wolverine and, and X Men game back in the day that were yeah. dope. Um, the uh, the Marvel games were dope. So there were like there were some good ones, but again, everybody remembers the bad one. They remember the Superman. Every time you mention uh, a bad superhero <laughs> game, everybody talk about Superman. Superman just can't be done good. I just feel like if we're just as far as the game, it just can't be done good. So we're going to just dismiss that. But 
Um, <laughs> I would say as far as like who I want to see, I want to see a good Iron Man game. But then again, Anthem is coming Anthem out, is, so so <laughs> now Anthem, I can't bro. even say that. Yeah, um, it'd be funny if they had support for Anthem and you could put Iron Man into the game. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So I don't want to see that anymore. Uh, I agree though. Black Panther is is probably a popular one. Uh, I'm gonna go on a limb here. I would actually, after seeing the series, I would actually uh, not mind on the DC side seeing an Arrow video game. Okay. I think it'd actually be pretty cool. Uh, but then again, when I think about that, it might end up kind of being more like Tomb Raider in a sense, and like the beginning on an hope, island. Yeah, if they don't <laughs> like, if they don't make it like that, I think that they could still like expand upon that and make it like a pretty dope game. So I wouldn't mind seeing Arrow. Other people said Flash in my chat. Uh, I wouldn't want to see Flash. I think Flash would be weird, um, being made superhero game. But I think Arrow would be dope. I would actually not mind that one. What's the name? Actually, I, I disagree with you. I would, of course, the obvious answer is Black Panther. I think we all want that, but I think a Flash superhero game would be dope, um, just because the way that they could do it is uh, he move because it, there's there's the concept of is that person really moving fast or are you just moving slow? You know what I'm saying? So like the way they could perceive his speed is everything is moving in slow motion uh, when he's doing combat. So like everything is not all super finicky and fast paced. I think that's one way that they could they could do the combat. So I would actually like to see a Flash game. Um, also, I, I would like to see a static shot game. Uh, I, I think it would be fun flying around the city on your trash can lid with your electrical abilities. Like he has a cool powers, he can fly. And then on top of that, I feel like the the, uh, the developers would have a lot of creative freedom because uh, Static Shock takes place in Dakota City, I believe, which is a fictional city. So I mean, they would have a lot of uh, creative space to do whatever they want with like the environment. So I think Titans Static would be dope. Who? Yeah, Titans. Titans. They had one on the PS2. It sucked. I didn't know there was a PS2. I just remember back in the day there was that Flash game, that fighting it, game. It was basically X Men Legends for kids, basically. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> it wasn't that good. I feel like yeah, a, a Teen real Titans Titans game would be game fun. A real one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I guess I guess that uh, I guess that's what we want to see. I think we all would disagree though that superhero games were taken seriously uh, after basically Batman. Um, so it'd be nice to see some more. It'll be interesting to see what people come out with. Um, let's talk about some more games. Uh, the Black Ops Beta it's a private beta i believe uh started this week for their new mode blackout which is their their version of battle royale um what's the name ethos you spent the most time out of all of us we've all played it but i think you spent the most time out of all of us playing the uh the black ops battle royale what's your what's your take on blackout it's dope um i was playing it actually a lot yesterday um it's basically a more polished PUBG that's actually optimized um, the gunplay, it still has that Call of Duty gunplay. It runs at 60 FPS smooth. Like, it's fire. Like, <laughs> I don't know other way to say it. Like, it, it's actually really, really good. And I think this was like, it was a big factor. Like, if I was going to pick up the game, was if, if Blackout was going to be good. And if it wasn't going to be good, then I was like, ah, I'm probably, I'll probably wait on it. But I like the multiplayer and uh, Black Ops 4. And so I also like Blackout. So I'm probably convinced me now to pick up the game. Uh, I'm like, I, I, I liked it, but I don't think I enjoyed it as much as you for multiple reasons. Uh, I agree with you. It is optimized way better than PUBG, which isn't hard to do. But, uh, <laughs> what's the name? I, I just, it's hard for me to enjoy first person battle royale. But that being said, the Call of Duty gunplay kind of, it kind of, not melts, what's the word? It, it, it balances it, it out. Yeah. It makes it work. It's really smooth. Um, but one problem I did have, and I guess this is a console problem. Uh, managing your items in battle royale on console is just a pain in the ass like you have to you have to hold down like square to like loot people and then you hit the d-pad to look over at weapons or you hit you hit the um 
the touchpad to open up your menu and then it turns into kind of like a mouse with your analog sticks and you got to drag and drop stuff it's a very it's a very slow experience and just unorthodox it's hard to i, I feel like pc is the solution for that but like on console i feel like the, that experience wasn't that great as far as managing your loot and stuff like that um like i said i liked it but i don't know if i liked it enough to pick up the game day one because i wasn't a big fan of the multiplayer maybe i catch it on sale but it was all right it was it was decent to me what about you jay what do you think yeah, you basically said what I uh, what I was thinking. Like that auto management is horrific on console, bro. Like they gonna have to figure out a new way to to do that system because y'all console people, I'm a I'm gonna have to pray. <laughs> like I want to play it on <laughs> PC now because I know it's gonna be way better with the uh, with the item management. I also found that like when you're picking up items, like that text is super small. Mm. Um, so like I, I was sitting there like squinting when I was trying to play and watching other people play. I'm like, what? What is that? What is that gun there? What is that caliber? What is that scope? So I feel like they need to make that a little bit bigger as far as the UI. Um, but I like the fact that you know they're the vehicles are, are plentiful. You can get in helicopters and stuff. Like you can run around and you know shoot at each other. I like that aspect. So again, like that, that brings another thing that PUBG is missing. Um, as far as like that actual vehicle gunplay. Um, and stuff that you can do in there um and i, I mean I, I like the um the actual gunplay itself i think that that's cool um it's definitely call of duty i mean there's no denying that i'm not mad at the first version i think it's cool but again like i want to experience this on pc because i, I want to like give my my thorough opinion do i want to pick up this game and do i want to actually invest time into blackout um I, I need to see that pc version i need to see how they play to get my final verdict but as far as like right now it's it's cool it's cool i'm not mad at it i'm actually uh i'm actually more impressed than i was before it came out because we were all wondering what it was going to be what was it going to be like i think it's decent yeah it looks like ass on the ps4 though like there's like no textures i hope it looks yeah. better on pc i hope they had to get that, that 60 frame some way yeah, yeah i respect true. it performance is important but you, you definitely know it's just like really blurry and there's like a lack of textures and stuff like that and that's probably why the text doesn't look that good either because the resolution looks like it was lowered yeah it, it also like might it, be true yeah. maybe running at 900p or something like that but not bad not bad treyarch um it'll be interesting to see how this plays out uh it's interesting to see how the communities responded to this too like everybody loves it a lot of people are calling it the Fortnite killer i don't know about that but it, the com- the community has had a very positive and strong response to this, to the point where I think it's not going to kill Fortnite because Fortnite no, is PUBG, free. PUBG though, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's going it's going to take play. It's going to eat it, off of PUBG's play, I believe. It, it, it'll eat off Fortnite. I think it'll slow Fortnite down, but I just don't think you can ever kill something that's free because there's always going to be broke boys in the world, you know. So there's that. Now, Fortnite, I don't I don't care what happens. Whenever a new skin comes out, people are going to cop it. Um, and they're doing the fall skirmish now. Like damn, like they they just got done with the summer skirmish. They're about to go immediately into the fall skirmish. So people are still going to be practicing for that stuff. Like Fortnite ain't going nowhere. But PUBG, I'm a, I'm gonna worry about you a little bit. I think that I think that blackout is going to eat off your plate a lot more. Yeah, uh, because of this because of this beta, this gameplay is not bad. Uh, I would not be surprised if, because I mean, Call of Duty has been on decline in sales like the past three years. I would not be surprised if Call of Duty reigns king this year because there's been such a strong community response. And all it takes is a couple big streamers to say this is fire, and them sales going right back. All you need is Shroud and Doctor Disrespect. Them Call of Duty dudes got on that immediately. Speaking of Doctor Disrespect, yeah, like he was. We don't talk about that later. He said it was too, but he got on there immediately. He was like, "Ooh, this feels so good." He's like, "I can't wait to play this on PC." So they ready, boy. They ready to go back. Do not be surprised. If Black Ops is the, one of the top selling games of the year, my bad, Ethos. No, no, you're right. No. Uh, so there's that. Uh, shout out to uh, Treyarch. Uh, this is the part of the show where we're going to box out Ethos 
<laughs> it's a basketball <laughs> reference because we're going to talk sick. basketball. <laughs> He's sick anyway, so he can sit back for this one. Uh, NBA 2K19 released since the last uh, podcast, uh, well, at least the $100 version. By the time this shows out, comes out, the $60 version will come out. And, of course, you get early access if you bought the $100 version. Um, I'm going to go ahead and take the helm on this conversation. Ladies and gentlemen, you know, it really fucking pains me to say this, but 2K... The game's good. The game is actually good. It really hurts my soul to say this as much as we slam. I mean, I didn't didn't want a bad game, but we slander them all the time. And it's become a point as basketball fans where we become so jaded. We just don't expect nothing from 2K. But they put out servers last season. They weren't putting out any updates. So they clearly were focusing on this game. Uh, They really put in work. I'm noticing a lot of new animations. Uh, Size matters like matchups. I'm playing center. And anybody who plays between the one and the three, you cannot guard me. I will literally push you out the way because of these new animations in my strength. Um, the online is, it's pretty smooth from what I've seen. Uh, there's, there, they really haven't had too many servers. It's been a little bit shaky, but it's not been nowhere as bad as, uh, last year. Um, the VC is better. Uh, every game that I play, uh, and I'm playing on pro difficulty. I averaged like 1500 to about 2500 VC per game compared to last year where he was only getting like three to 500 VC per game, putting up 60 points. So the grind isn't as bad in this game. It, it doesn't bother me. The new takeover mode, it's not bad. Uh, it's not overpowered. I know people were worried about that. Um, basically, it's just making yourself hot, but you can manually control and activate it. And it only lasts for like two to three possessions, depending on how long the defender holds the ball. Uh, so there's that. Although the, the team takeover is a bit cheesy. You can make your whole team hot eventually. That is kind of cheesy. They might have to nerf that. But this year, every build feels great. Every build feels overpowered in its own way, meaning everybody is useful as long as you play within a system. Like, I, I you know, I got to give props when props are due. And it makes me mad because now the NBA Live fanboys are going to call me a 2k fanboy even though i slander 2k all the time because i gave props but this year they listen the game has improved like like when i play center and i get my takeover badge when i do my little spin move i literally push them out the way and they like stumble and then i could don't yo the shit's fire bro it's not bad and then the story mode the story mode they actually tried on the story what the fuck the stories have been ass the past few years the story is actually it's not it's believable it was inter- it does have some cringy moments but it was entertaining for the most part the voice acting was on point there's some like re- like characters that they established they they basically established the NBA 2K universe characters that were established in previous games they make uh, appearances in this one so that was like cool to see the little easter eggs and stuff like that if you play it the game's good yo JG take the floor what'd you think about it all right you got so many positives to say about this let's let's get on the negatives real quick let's go, let's go and dive into that so before the game actually came out right because the game officially came out yesterday the 11th but for the early birds the people who bought the legendary edition let me let me hear that crying that y'all were doing first of all vc glitches right some people were getting on the positive side of that some people were going into the stage and they were getting like three hundred thousand vc right it's a glitch obviously some people some people were buying free stuff and let me repeat that free things free items and they had negative one vc i have never seen so many grown men crying in my life it was ridiculous on that thursday and that friday because some people got on thursday all the 2k um people actually went out to 2k day 
it was it was really bad for them so they fucking up already with the vc stuff so the reason i didn't bring that up is because a i wasn't trying to buy vc so that shit didn't affect me and then b like the very next day they patched it so they motherfuckers were just being dramatic about the shit should it have worked the first day buying vc the microtransactions sure but i mean it wasn't that big of a deal to me it's okay but it's the principle of the matter right it's the principle of the matter and also again like last year people's uh players were getting deleted i don't know why again this is such a big issue but obviously if you're putting all that time and effort in vc into your character and then it gets deleted that's an issue right so that's that's the thing that they need to thoroughly address because again every time this happens and then people go after 2k support and try to ask them and then they don't get a response it's it's bad it's bad customer service so they need to fix that stuff i will actually give you a different perspective on the gameplay right now the gameplay is fun in my career and stuff if you bought vc if you are starting off from scratch like me because i didn't get any vc i didn't pre-order i didn't get my pre-order bonus or whatever i'm at a 62 right now fam i went through the prelude oh my god i got my ass handed to me fam you can't the defense is harder this year you cannot do anything you remember those videos we were watching that they were saying that the computer was still in the ball and people were calling them crybabies these are probably the people that were at the same point as me they did not buy vc if you're starting off from scratch i can't even do one dribble move i'm a point guard right i'm a shot creating playmaker and i don't have again the best ball dribbling skills but still i should be able to do one dribble and not get ripped these dudes are ripping me every time i go past half court fam like no bullshit it's not fun it's not fun starting off if you don't buy vc in the beginning so again these are two different types of perspective they are really making you buy vc or making you do a super grind before you can actually say hey i can compete i can have fun i understand like the defense so is kind of od at so that are you, point. are you are you conspiring that they they uh made the defense harder to like entice you to buy vc i'm not exactly saying that but they might fam I don't know. I'm, I'm, gonna be, I'm gonna be honest with you uh, I might have to disagree on that one because I'm a 78 overall. I've been grinding my character as well. And uh, eat, like the defense overall is just harder this year. It's been improved. You really have to make smart plays to the point where people have been saying that like there's not much difference between pro and Hall of Fame. And they're not lying. Uh, an example is I'll score five points in the first quarter and I'm getting double teamed. Uh, the defense is just harder, period, all around. Even if your player is up, it's going to be hard. The gameplay is just harder across the board. There's a difference. There's a difference between the defense being hard and the defense just being unfair and OD. I'm gonna have to show you some clips, fam. Like oh, it's, okay. it's 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 not it's a difference between running down the court and you legit getting uh, getting the no, ball I agree. stolen. They, they need to patch it. Like they put yeah, they put you in the animation, fam. It's like I can't do anything. I go down the court. I do one dribble move. I just dribble. Like it's not even like it's a left right. It's not even moving the they right stick. Yes, and they <laughs> and they just steal the ball, fam. Jackson Ellis embarrassed me, fam. <laughs> like it was fucking ridiculous. Like it was Spoilers. it was not fun. It was <laughs> when. <laughs> don't matter bro it, it don't matter that nigga nah bro they they own some shit with the steals i will say that i agree again i like the defense being how it is but it's not fair like or it's not fun i would say it's not fun when you're starting off and you're a 62 once you get up to 70 and stuff again it becomes a little bit more bearable but when you're a 60 when you're starting off nah, it's still very hard, fresh yeah it's not nah, it's it's dumb hard it's od bro it's od I- 
I remember I scored eight points one time in one game, and I literally got triple team. I think I don't think I've ever been triple teamed in any 2K. So like I I I, I agree with you. They need to find like a middle ground for that. Because it, it might need to be patched the defense, well the, the AI basically, because it's yeah. almost a little too aggressive. I'm like, why am I being? I mean, it made it easy for me to get my dimer badge because then I just pass it out the post and give this it to someone open. Yeah, but yeah. it was it it was mad extra. It didn't feel realistic. Like, like I've never seen somebody be triple teamed over eight points. Like that's a yeah. little too much. But let, uh, but let me get over my positives. I didn't see any server issues. I actually was able to like get to the mm. neighborhood and get to where i need to be with little to no problem or at least that's right now streamlined it is not annoying now yeah it is and and the fact that you don't have to actually you know go out in order to get to your practice facility and get all that stuff done and then you know go directly to a game i like that i like the fact that they actually thought about making the menu simpler so that you can get to where you need to go and you don't have to waste five to ten minutes going out to the neighborhood from your crib and then going to the practice facility and then going into a game so i did do, you, do appreciate that did you notice they they improve the invite system yes i saw that they did that quality too. Like of life can, i was like wow you can walk okay. up on somebody and then and then just press r3 and, and then invite well on the playstation and then invite them i was like okay that's cool i like that stuff so i gotta get further into it I only got like maybe four hours of gameplay in uh yesterday but again like for me i just gotta go through you know the tough times of not being able to do anything and the the defense the cpu literally shitting on you and your teammates not being able to do much either because you know they ain't shit uh in the beginning um until i can actually like say that i can you know i can directly compete but nah defense when you, when you starting up bro the cpu is unforgiving fam like they they want some other stuff on this one but other than that i will say that so far 2k besides like the the main issue with the vc and stuff they've done a better job i will say that they've done a better job to keep me at least a little bit more engaged this year we'll see how far we'll see you know once these once these patches come bless you <laughs> oh, that was neat. once these patches come um we'll see you know if if they can sustain stuff but i think right now it's a it's a decent product what's the name i actually got two more negatives for you uh so the first of which is i don't know if you've been to the uh, so they they because they i guess they listened to the feedback they said they're trying to give you more ways to earn vc and one mm-hmm. of the ways that you can earn vc now is there's a wheel that you can spin in the park in the uh, stage daily yeah, or yeah, it's like day, a daily yeah. it's like it's like a free-to-play game basically like you can you can spin it every day and you can get free vc for it wherever it lands on the problem with that thing it's a cool idea but the problem is uh there's only like like so the way it works is you walk in there and there's like um if you ever played in the park you know how there's three spots that you can walk on to so you want to play a game they made it got next yeah yeah they got the got next it's only three spots i said huh and there's there's literally be like a hundred people just standing there and the only way you can get your daily spin is you have to stand amongst those hundred people and spam the x button and hope you get on the thing i dealt with that last night bro yeah i was like (laughs) "Mm, this ain't it bro they gotta they gotta they gotta find a better way to implement that and i would suggest maybe just making it kind of like because you know how when you're in the park one thing that's different about your part compared to everybody else is when it comes to your team facility it'll only show your team maybe make it to where when people go to the the spin the wheel just make it so that nobody else shows there uh only you or maybe just like a few people like they're gonna have to find a way to, to like cut that down like make some type of custom experience for you um and then my second complaint besides the, the intense cpu is uh just the community i have noticed uh they said that they nerfed the uh 
what's the name? The dribbling, but it's looking a little cheesy. I mean, Nomad, RIP to Nomad's ankles. He got real, he got destroyed the other night. Dude was just spamming, dribbling all the little speed boosting moves for like 30 seconds. I was like, Jesus Christ. It was longer than the damn shot clock. I'm like, yo, this dude just keeps going. I was like, I thought you're supposed to lose energy. I thought you're supposed to stumble over the ball. Um, so it looks like that, that dribbling might be a little cheesy. And also just the community in general. Like one of the things, call- 2k is like the call of duty the community one thing that they do is they ruin their own game and then they complain about it like i'm concerned that people are going to find different type of exploits in terms of gameplay or animation glitches or stuff like that like every other year then someone dumbass is going to make a video saying yo i don't want you guys to do this you know i'm just trying to make people aware of it but don't (laughs) do this and then everybody does it he gets a bunch of views and he blows up and all this other stuff so i'm concerned about the community finding exploits because i mean uh, even though I enjoy this game, I will admit this is the honeymoon phase for 2K19. Um, let's see where the game is three months from now. That's what I would say because I, 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 I'm always nervous. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yeah, that would be my first impression. But so far, so good. Not bad. Not bad, y'all. We're going to see. That's enough uh, basketball talk. I know Ethos is talking, tired of hearing us talk about that. He probably oh, no, know. please keep going. Like, what the fuck are they talking about? Uh, I, I, for, okay, for somebody who doesn't play these games, do they look the same to you every year, Ethos? Yes, every year. So is it, is it interesting to hear us like describe how it actually changed? I guess. <laughs> <laughs> now, before we move on to the next topic, boys, I want to thank today's sponsor, Casper, a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products that help you get your best rest. Now, if you never heard of them, don't worry, I'm going to break it down for y'all. Casper products are cleverly designed to mimic human curves, which provide supportive comfort for all kinds of bodies. Their mattresses feature a breathable design, which helps you sleep cool, and it regulates your body temperature throughout the night. Casper offers two other mattresses, the Wave and the Essential. The Wave features a support system to mirror the natural shape of your body, and the Essential has a streamlined design at a price that won't keep you up at night. There's free shipping to the U.S. and Canada, and you can be sure of your purchase with Casper's 100-night risk-free sleep-on-it trial. And hey, if you don't like the product, Casper also features hassle-free returns. JG, uh, you actually own one of their mattresses. Can you share a story? What is man? What do you think about it? Uh, how you feel about the Casper mattresses? Absolutely, absolutely. So at first we had a bamboo pillow top mattress, and we was like, you know what? Let's try this memory foam one. Ended up getting the Casper mattress, and I would have to say, like, it's not bouncy at all. Like. I have a tendency whenever I get in the bed, my girl's already in bed. I'm having a long game at night. I hop in the bed. I'm not trying to disturb her, right? I hop in the bed and like it feels like it feels like you're literally laying on the cloud. Like I'm I'm like dead ass, not even playing on that way. It's it's really nice. I don't feel her moving around. She don't feel me moving around. I actually do i would have to say like i get a better sleep with the casper mattress so like i said from a first time memory foam mattress user i'm i feel like i'm getting old now because like i'm actually looking at mattresses <laughs> and stuff and i'm like yo like like I'm this is talk. actually a thing oh no <laughs> exactly yeah I'm, I'm getting old now so but that, that's the thing now like i i actually really really like this mattress like we get a good sleep she likes it i like it so there you go man it's honest opinion for me man True, true, true. And uh, Ethos, I know you just recently moved into a new house. Do you have any thoughts on your Casper mattress? Yeah. So when I moved, actually, I had a, um, I had a futon, uh, which it was I, right, you know, got the the job done. But uh, then you know, I got the Casper one, and uh, it was like a night and day difference. Like, woke up, you know, I didn't have like a lot of like back issues. Believe it or not, like it also like helped with my my sinuses, which is kind of weird. But like, I, I didn't wake up like with a lot of stuffy noses, unlike today. <laughs> Um, but uh, but overall, like just it, it feels like what J- J- like it's very light, um, and uh, it, it's like sinking into like a, a cloud. I hate to use the the phrase. It's like sinking into a cloud, basically, compared to like the more bungee type of mattresses that 
it. So it's really nice. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. JG and Ethos have spoken. Now, if you want to try the product out, you can get $50 off select mattresses by heading over to casper.com slash GI and using the code GI at checkout. Terms and conditions do apply. Once again, that's casper.com slash GI and use the code GI checkout for $50 off select mattresses. Just remember, terms and conditions apply. All right, fellas, let's get back into the show. All right, well, I'm going to let y'all take the floor on this one. Uh, Freaking Battlefield 5 had another uh, open beta. I tried to play it, but it was closed by the time I got a chance to play. I was like, darn, well, let oh. me uninstall. So, I mean, this is y'all. What, this is like your second or third time playing it. So, what's your second and third impressions, Jay-Z? What's your, what's your impressions, once again, of Battlefield? Are you are you sold now? Are you pre-ordering? Uh, the no. pre-order's going down. Nah, I'm still... I think I'm still going to pass on this one. I really wanted to give it a chance. I know me and Ethos played some matches uh, the first day that it was live. And... <laughs> Uh, it's still gonna be a no for me, man. Like, it still felt the exact same. I got the exact same experience, the exact same feeling that I got when we played it at E3. Like, I just did not feel engaged enough with the game. I didn't get anything different from it. It's just in World War II. I agree that, like, the squad tactics, that's kind of interesting the way that they changed that, but, like, people don't play team objectives on there like only me and ethos were pretty much playing oh we, then we had uh we had another guy too uh that one guy playing with us but like it's hard like just imagine you being solo trying to play that and like you're forced to like be in a squad and 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 like go after the squad tactics you can't spawn on anybody else on your team you can only spawn on your squad and when your squad gets wiped out and that's it i gotta go back to the beginning i mean it's, i know that's how it was but at least i feel like it was a little bit more lenient in the other um battlefields compared to this one they like really make you uh play as a squad and it's just i, I don't know it's weird to me uh but again like I, just as far as like the gameplay and, and the gunplay mechanics like all of that felt the same i just didn't like being in world war ii i didn't feel engaged at all it just felt like something that i can easily skip and forget about it and my life will go on like i'm not missing anything by playing this game like it was okay but can i see myself playing this for months on end i don't think so i just think that it just felt too much of the same and it's in the wrong era for me and they just need to go back to uh to the drawing board and give us either battle for bad company or or uh go in the future because or or just stay modern because i'm not i'm not really feeling this go back in time stuff it's it's just not it's not engaging bro ladies and gentlemen pre-orders just went down another five percent for battlefield five ethos what's your opinion it's a no for me dog Black Ops 4 is, is <laughs> superior in every way to Battle for 5. I oh my say. god. Yo, they, 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 they just have to say, man. It is, you're about to get in the comments, I don't care. It's the truth. And, and people can say the same thing because they said the same thing to me and JG when we said it was like the same shit. But no one didn't believe I actually, us. I agree with you. It, hurt, it hurts to say that. But call Black Ops 4 is vastly superior to Battle for 5 this year. So check it. They don't got Battle Royale launch. They took out a bunch of features that were supposed to be in the game. Co-op is no longer at launch. Uh, Dragging bodies is no longer at launch. A feature. So we have an actual mechanic in Battle 5 that's not going to be in the game day one. Like, I, I can keep going. Like, I'm pretty sure there's even more lists of... of, of and that's on top of just like there are no battleful moments playing the game like the, the game doesn't the game doesn't have that like that feeling anymore that it used to and i don't know if maybe it's just i got tired of battlefield and and siege is now like taking that spot that like battlefield used to take for me where it's just like siege is just like that's the shooter now it's not and battlefield 5 is just like waning now but um that's my problem with Battlefield. Like, it's not fun, I, bro. It's, they're not. They're not innovating. Every Battlefield it's not is innovative. Every it's every Battlefield shit, is though. a new coat of paint on Conquest. One, I have to give Black Ops Four 
props. They, they, they came with they new game a modes. A lot of shit. <laughs> they came with new game modes and they changed things, and that's why people are interested in it. But like every every battlefield, it pays me to say it, but it's just a new coat of paint with Conquest. Uh, so, are you saying that uh, pre-orders went down another five percent for you, Ethos? I uh, look. I have Origin, <laughs> I have Origin Prime, whatever the hell that thing's called. So I'm getting the game for free, apparently. Facts. And even with me getting the game for free, I still have no incentive that I want to play it. Like if Battlefield Four, I mean Battlefield Five and Black Ops Four both were coming out at the exact same time, I would cop ba- uh, Black Ops Four in a heartbeat, and I would not think twice about Battlefield. And it's crazy because if you told me this shit, I said this time and time again. If you told me this two year two years ago, that I'd be more excited for a Call of Duty game than a Battlefield game, I'd have called you a liar. But <laughs> something has changed. I don't. I, I I've always said Treyarch is the best Call of Duty developer, and Treyarch we trust. And I'm not gonna lie, the, the Lord Vondahar he pulled it off. I don't know how he did it because that weekend one beta was trash but they listened they actually listened to feedback they changed a lot of stuff that looks like they're listening to feedback about blackout they're making changes about that already they're already like reducing armor values and they seem like they're doing they're they're this is the first time i feel like call of duty is actually listening to a lot of feedback this year because i feel like they're doing a lot of very controversial things and i know some people will be like they refuse to get battlefield uh or not battlefield they refuse to get uh black ops 4 because there's no campaign um i'm indifferent about it to be honest with you don't really care uh if my main thing was as long as two of the three main features of the game i liked i was gonna get it and multiplayer i liked after weekend two and blackout was really good in my opinion and i feel like i could easily put 100 hours into that just like i did PUBG. um and i don't gotta play PUBG anymore thank god so I- i'm i'm for it I- i'd say bring on black ups for uh if i'm gonna be honest if there's some way bf5 because i know people are gonna think we're just hating like it's hard to explain like it's so hard to explain why the game just feels like just feels off you you have to play it for yourself but i I, every person i play i play with jg i played with dx i played with jojo no nobody had a fun time playing it all of us were just (laughs) frustrated i I can't recall one time we were just excited it took me days to get decent gameplay off of it just because like there's just so much crap that's just happening like the tanks take forever to kill now um, it's just like Battlefield 1 sniping with scouts. Like, remember how crazy that shit was in BF1? Um, it's just like that in BF5. Like, the, the, the sniper rifles are just all over the place because the maps promote it. Um, that snow map is trash. There's no flow to it. The design is horrible. Um, you just can get shot from 10 different areas of the map. The city map is dope, but it's like, it, it was just a horrible beta. It just feels incomplete. Add on top of this, the whole news about the delay... Uh, and the missing features that they're not even going to have in at launch, no battle royale at launch, and it's just like, why would I pick this up day one? The you know, war stories? You know, no. <laughs> go ahead. You know what really sucks about this too? I was talking about this on stream. In my opinion, the last good Battlefield was Battlefield Hardline. I legitimately had a yeah. lot of fun with that game. Everybody that said game, it was trash. That Everybody game got shat on because oh. certain YouTubers said oh the game only has 40 guns that doesn't make the game good or bad and you know the funny thing is when we were talking about this in my Twitch the chat was like in retrospective yeah it, it was, was a good game it was yeah. a good game and it, it was, was actually a fun innovative game, game. that, that yeah. game mode where you were driving around the little heist mode that shit, that shit was, was fire, fire bro. Yeah. that shit was fire and we're and never gonna see something like that because everybody matter of like, fact Visceral doesn't ground. exist anymore because of that 
remember they made the game the people who made uh dead space yeah visceral games yeah so, so i was like dang bro we, we probably and, and that's what it, took. See- it just took a different studio it's like all right take a crack at it and they were like all right we're gonna try something different and then people lost their minds was like this isn't battlefield this is a war on crime this, is, <laughs> this doesn't feel like my battlefield I'm the like, war on crime is a battlefield a yeah. war is a like, battlefield like, what are you talking like, what are you about, talking like? about bro just relax the Play soundtrack the game. Did you like was fire the soundtrack was fire the vehicle controls were fire the gunplay was fire the only thing people i remember the maps were good too the story campaign was it was i it wasn't great it was was just it was i but like it was by far one of the more unique like battlefield games and and we're never going to see to collect the money too was fun oh man long long fun game battlefield hardline bro i'm about to go back and play that there's probably like 40 people playing yeah that game that game died so fast that's why i stopped playing because the servers went out like nobody was on there everybody went back to battlefield yeah we did at least 40 to 50 hours in that even when the community was dying we played that to like the final the final countdown until like people were just done with it but like it was it was fun i feel like oh man it's just EA is never going to take a risk like that again because of what happened. And they're just going to keep doing these mainline Battlefield games with DICE. I feel like DICE can't handle this because they have DICE alternating between... They're having two studios of DICE, one working on the Star Wars license and the other one working on the um, Battlefield license. And after Battlefront 2, it's like it's very hard to put trust in Battlefield 5 now. It's very difficult because you don't know what they're about to pull. Um, Oh, that's another fucking con about Battlefield. Why did they think it would be a smart idea to make weapon unlocks? Like, okay, you remember how back in, like, Cardline and all the other games, there'd be attachments, right? You'd attach to your gun, and they'd, like, do different things, like, give you extended mags, you know, longer range, like, long barrel, that type of shit, right? Mm-hmm. They now made it where it's a skill tree, and all of it stacks, and it's all purely power. So that means if you start playing the game for the first time, you have, in, you have technically, from a number standpoint, a weaker gun than someone who's been playing it for, for 70 hours and has the gun fully unlocked. I was wondering, like, I was playing the game and wondering why people were out shooting me constantly, and I didn't realize, like, you could possibly, you could unlock the gun so that there's barely any horizontal recoil, there's barely any vertical recoil, uh, the gun can shoot longer, the bullets can shoot faster, so rapid fire, and I'm just like, yo, why, why would you guys do this? It, it, it's a poor design decision. And it's not fair for people who just unlocked a new gun going at someone who's been using a gun for 10 hours and their gun just immediately will just by stats kill you faster than your gun could ever kill them. Just annoying. Hey, but now you got like thousands of guns that are unbalanced, you know, that's better instead the of gun, innovative like gameplay it. and only 40 guns, you know. I miss BF3. Yeah. I miss Battlefield 4 wasn't bad either once they fixed it. <laughs> Two years after they fixed it. <laughs> But I love oh, it. I wish man. I could go back to that. Just, it's 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 sad to see how the Battlefield franchise. Uh, I don't even man. know if I want a bad company three now. Ba- Battlefield is like that that player that came out of high school that like got a cool. lot of hype. Yeah, had a and good year in college. <laughs> then like the you second the year, the reunion he hurt his knee and shit oh. like that. Like it's just it's like you were the one. You were supposed to go to the league, bro. You were supposed to go to the league. <laughs> you, were you were supposed, supposed to, to go Call of Duty. You were supposed I, to be the no yeah, exactly. Have, it was supposed to be Call of Duty, bro. <laughs> fucking Anakin does. Jesus Christ. I wanted it too, man. And I wanted man, to be good just, too. It didn't do it, man. It's just not. I miss Maybe North Shot Canals, bro. Maybe North Shot Canals 24-7 BFP. Yeah, that's, you know, that's when they started fucking up when they annualized Battlefield because it wasn't yeah. an annual franchise at first. Uh, it took. They used to take two to three. And nah. when was it? The hard line. That, that's when things started to change. Yeah. So, yeah. Pre-orders just went down another 25%. <laughs> 
<laughs> all that slander, bro. The wall just got 10 feet. Oh, I'm done. Uh, oh, what's the name? JG wanted to talk about this a little bit because he's the only one who played it. Um, Dying Light's Bad Blood mode just recently came out, which is like their take on Battle Royale. Uh, Ethos and I didn't get a chance to play it, but JG did. Maybe you can give some people some insight. Is it worth their time, Jay? Yeah, I had a little hands on time with it. I don't know. Uh, I feel like this game is in the weird space with all the battle royale games because it's not very popular um that it's not it's not like the full scale 100 person type of thing it's only 12 people on there if you like dying light i feel like you will enjoy this one um but like when i was playing with the people obviously you know they want to be dickheads and uh because you're supposed to quote unquote work together to get the samples but uh, but obviously you're supposed to be like the last person left so it was a lot of people when I was playing like they immediately just started going after everybody else and I'm like but why <laughs> Why can you at least like try to level up first and, and get some samples but uh, but I, I feel like again it's like an interesting twist on it because it's not a full scale battle royale thing and it has all the same elements that you know and love from Dying Light so that's cool like I feel like it's a nice little side game to play if you enjoy the, uh, the series but I don't think that it's going to really make a dent on anything again like everything was pretty much the same as far as like the the mechanics under that change it was just like a different like it easily could have been like another another like mode that could have been in there from day one but obviously like when they made the game the battle royale type of thing wasn't it wasn't really a thing then so i feel like that's why they didn't do it but like if they did like say if this one came out before like battle royale was even a thing i feel like it would have done way better but this is just something that like you'll just play like a couple times and you'll probably just like throw down it's not bad but i just feel like it came out like one of the worst times that you can imagine for games period not even just battle royale games but just games period i think that people are going to easily dismiss that one just for that fact like and i'm not even gonna like i i'm gonna dismiss it for that fact i don't think i'm gonna be playing this uh because i don't i don't think that it's it's that dope enough for me to like invest all that time into but uh but again like just as far as like the actual series and and what they did with it it's a nice little like side game mode that's what i'll say got you got you what yeah, folks, we don't got opinions on that. So we're moving on to the new section of the show. Uh, fresh off the hills of some EA slander when we were talking about Battlefield. We're going right back into some more EA slander. Uh, you guys might have not heard of this one, but this is a pretty hilarious story to me. Um, EA goes to war with the Belgium government. Uh, so, uh, like I want to say like a month ago, the Belgium government basically told EA that they need to make some adjustments to some of their games, specifically FIFA 18. They didn't like the way that EA was handling loot boxes and, uh, I guess, uh, not loot boxes, but the ultimate team, team packs, the little pack openings in, uh, FIFA where you get the players, I guess, for their ultimate team mode. And they didn't like the way that they were handling loot crates in some of their games. So they told them to make some adjustments so they can fall in line with the Belgium laws. EA didn't listen. And not only did they not listen, they started lobbying the public. They asked the public to tell the Belgium government to, hey, let us put loot boxes and stuff in our games and stuff like that instead of just listening to the law. Um, and this situation has been going on. It's been lingering for so long that the Belgium government has stepped in and it has launched a uh, criminal in- investigation, according to reports. Um, so basically, EA is under fire from the Belgium government. We don't know how this is going to play out, but the fact that there was a criminal investigation launched is interesting. Uh, how you how you feel about this one, Jay? What you think about EA doing all this this stuff? Yikes, man! Like <laughs> I think that like we get to a point where like these other countries ain't playing with them. Like they are really like treating them like there's some criminals with this shit and it's uh it's interesting man just to see like what some of these countries are doing uh and they're, they're taking matters into their own hands about the uh about these situations like i i do agree like in a sense like it can be criminal 
uh, because like it's it is very impressionable on young minds whenever you're uh you, whenever you have business practices like this. But then again, like I look at other things, I'm like, man, this is video games. Like, is it really that serious? But I guess according to some countries, like it is. It is. Well, I know in China, their law for loot crates is you have to you have to like vividly display what's the percentage of you getting something like a rare or whatever item. They don't you want to, to be like gambling. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would imagine Bel- that's what Belgium wants. And to be honest, like I'd hate to like I can't believe I'm agreeing with a communist country but i think that's kind of a fair a fair assessment like just be communist boy yeah <laughs> you, you read you, you signed with the red army boy uh, like i think it's fair to just be transparent with your product and the fact that ea is just like come on guys come on like come on just let us do our loot boxes like belgium's like no we want all the smoke how you feel about right. this stuff? right i feel great yikes yikes i don't i can't register this so wait, hold on. To think they have the gall to do something like this is just like beyond me. Especially because they've been getting so much heat for so many different things. Like, what do y'all think the repercussions will be of this? Because let's say, like, it's just it's, they only launched it. Let's say this goes to court and they lose the court fight. What do you think is going to be the consequences for EA? SB, that's probably going to be it, and for some of the but what they might do is they might ramp it up in other like regions and be like, all right, we're going to increase our microtransaction faster than Europe or China because we know. Um, Asian countries really spend like they spend a lot of money, especially like Korea and and they spend a crap ton of money on micro. Yo, set up on your mic, Ethos. Oh, my bad. Uh, I was saying um, uh, Asian countries, I think statistically they're more cool with microtransactions and they actually spend a lot of money on microtransactions um, and they like that type of like gambling type of thing compared to like uh, Europe and North America. They're more obviously... Um, to adding those to games but um for example i think really likes like ways that you like gotcha games and um i don't know gonna happen i i just know they're gonna get they're gonna definitely pay a fee for this that's minimum um and they're gonna be forced and they're definitely gonna be complied by the law like they're going to have to um, remove it else like belgian might go as far to say like you're not allowed to sell games belgium like your those games that you have those in, like we're gonna ban them, and you're not gonna be allowed to play them in Belgium. So they, that that seems like worst case scenario. Uh, but I don't I don't see how this would impact like anyone who's living in the U.S. or EU with you, unless that same type of policy applies like here and by law and so forth. So which they probably won't. Do you think that the U.S. will ever get to the point where they uh where they get upset? I don't want them to. This country is stupid, bro. Yeah. This country we're is still just, saying violence in, in video calls video, video uh, games. Yeah, video yeah. games called violence. Right, they're, bro. Yeah, they're still in, on, they're still in battle with with yeah. us. Still with with 1964. Because <laughs> all we need, all we need, uh, and that's why like everyone's like fighting. Like everyone's like, yo, we gotta let Congress know about this. So they're, like they're they're making children gamble and shit. And I'm like, I don't know. If this is the best idea, y'all, because for years Congress has always been looking for an excuse to find a way to ban video games like Australia or like find a way to ban violent video games, and they could use this easily as an excuse to like say well they're making kids gamble and though and obviously all almost i'd say a majority of congress doesn't know shit about video games and like that whole process and uh, probably they, like bernie sanders <laughs> <laughs> i do know there are some some congressmen who play video games i don't know if you heard there was a congress there was a republican congressman i think he, he used was his funds cali he used his funds for like csgo skins and, yep. and vacations and shit and he actually had a steam account and he was playing like csgo five <laughs> days ago i, I found his csgo account i was like oh this is hilarious um 
but yeah, like I, there's probably younger Congress people who like play video games and they maybe understand it. But a lot of Congress is like older white men and they don't they don't know they don't know shit. Let's be real. they don't know shit about a lot of things. So um, I I just I'm just worried that if we try to push that we need Congress to like make a law, they'll they will go beyond just what you want and they're gonna like go into like full on crackdown and start regulating games by like banning them out of the united states and i think the last thing you guys want is seeing gta 5 being banned not only because of microtransactions but because it's a violent video game that's why i'm like thinking like we need to have a better watchdog type of i don't know if the industry can like self-regulate itself it seems like ea doesn't give a fuck um and consumers obviously like you know we'll we'll be outraged one moment but then it's like you know outraged one day and then you know on to the next thing. Yo, stop clicking on your Pornhub tabs, bro. We hear that shit. What? Do we hear your mouse, bro? Oh, <laughs> if you don't sit there and get your, get your thoughts out. Clicking, yeah, that's shit. it. Damn. I'm done. This open the hella was... tabs, boy. Incognito mode. What's the name? I, I, I'm multitasking. I agree right with now. you. Uh, I, I think the biggest consequences of this is worst case scenario, Belgium will ban EA games and they can have some type of influence on other countries and then it's going to affect other people. It's going to be like a ripple effect because at the end of the day, I mean, Belgium may not be like the biggest country, but everybody loves Belgian waffles. So there's that. Um, what you think, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I would have to agree as well. I'm I'm not trying to see that uh, even get to that point over here. Uh, as far as them trying to further regulate what we can do with our with our video games, because that's gonna it's gonna affect a lot of it's gonna affect a lot of people, man. Like I'm just trying to have fun. Obviously, like there's there's going to be uh the monetary value with this one, which it already is. But I'm not trying to see you know other people who make this their you know their sole livelihood. Um, have anything being affected because of uh because of any laws that might be implemented with that so they can keep that over there i'm not again i'm not mad at belgium for uh for taking a stance on it and i do agree that uh that the loot box formula period needs to be changed overall um and ea is obviously one of the biggest offenders with this but uh, but yeah, I'm not. I'm not trying to see them like fully ban it or, or do anything and say, oh, it's gambling and da da da, and then and then it'd be a whole debacle. And they say, yeah, you know what? It, that's that's right. It was it was it was impressioning the young minds, and now they they're going from being violent to gambling and, and all this stuff. I'm I'm good on that. They need to they need to chill. So don't don't bring it over here. But again, it, it needs to find a a good middle ground to be regulating the whole loot box craze. There you have it. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, speaking of more company conspiracy, uh, rumors have arrived that uh, arise that Microsoft might have colluded with Ubisoft on downgrading games. All right, so here's the story. What? Um, you yeah. said what? Are you going to see this story? Oh. Wait, are you oh. telling me what we thought for years is actually true? Oh, man, you're going to like this story. Oh, so. no. Somebody, an anonymous tipper. So that's why I'm saying I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to get in trouble. Donald Trump told me I can't trust those. This is all it. alleged, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not um, saying any of this is fact. Do not sue us, Microsoft. What's the name? Uh, allegedly, a source hit up VG24 uh, and let them know that Microsoft had cut some kind of, kind of deal with Ubisoft to purposely downgrade the PS4 version of the division so it looks the same as the Xbox version so that their fans wouldn't be upset. Now, there were no details on what this deal was like. and oh, They didn't no. say if money was exchanged or if there was some other type of incentive. But uh, here's the quote that the alleged source said. They said, on the division, Xbox had to deal with Ubisoft and part of that deal was to ensure that the PS4 version did not look better than it. The resolution, frame rates, and density of assets 
assets could have been higher on PS4, but this was vetoed to prevent issues with Microsoft. So they didn't want no smoke with uh, Microsoft, so they basically just accepted whatever type of terms Microsoft want, uh, had for them. Um, you guys think this is true? How do you feel about this news? Jay? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I remember when we had this whole issue when Watch Dogs came out. Uh, it was really not so much on the on the PS4 and Xbox side. PC, it, but, yeah, it was it was um, PC. That was that was the main issue because they absolutely downgraded that um, so that it would it would uh, have parity with the consoles. But I this is new news, man. This one is this one kind of threw me for a loop when I first heard about it. You trying to do the same thing with the consoles too, man? That's some uh, sound like some Sadie shit, but I mean it might be true because I mean we know that the P that the PC version definitely got downgraded. So, uh, so I mean it could have very well been the same thing with the PS4 and the Xbox. It's just it's just looking uh looking more like this is true on this one, man. And if that's so, boy, uh, I don't even know what to say, man. We I was on some shit. I think the funniest thing about this situation is let's say that this is true. It didn't help. The PS4 is still outselling you hand over fist. Because at the end of the day, it had nothing. Your your console is not selling because the graphics. Because to be honest, the graphics are only slightly better on the the base PS4 than the Xbox One. Your console is not selling because Don Matrick's stupid ass got on uh, E3 and had the nerve to say, if you don't want to get online, then buy an Xbox, Xbox 360. <laughs> so everybody said, cool, we're going to go buy a PS4. Fuck you, Microsoft. At the end of the day, you're still recovering from. And there was a couple more things, the online and all that other stuff. Just the original launch of the Xbox One was a fucking disaster. And it's not something you're going to get. You're going to get over overnight. It, you, we get it. You guys put Phil Spencer on the front forefront and he's looking like the good guy and stuff. But Don Matrick. I mean, he's doing his best job. He's, yeah, he's, do, saying, he's doing a good he's job. job. But at the end of the day, gamers, gamers are hard headed. Uh, they, they're always looking they don't for a forget. reason. <laughs> yeah, they oh, don't man. forget. And Don Matrick is at Zynga playing Farmville. No, I think he got fired. Oh, he did? He got fired from Zynga. He got a job. Uh, <laughs> what do you think of this ethos? Thanks. Uh, it's pretty bad. I'm not going to lie. Um, and I got to take it with a huge grain of salt because if, that's like we. I need to see like documents, some email correspondence, something to prove Facts. whatever this source is. Because this source could be anybody. I hate to sound like Donald Trump, but. Could fake be news. fake news. It could be <laughs> fake news. The only thing, mm-hmm. the only curious it's interesting thing is, is it's believable. Basically, yeah. The only way is two reasons why I'm inclined to believe it is one, um, it, it was something that was brought up years ago. I, I think people don't really bring it up now. I think it's kind of like an irrelevant topic now. But I'd say when the PS4 and Xbox were head to head with each other, like that year 2014, that was always like people were bringing that up. Like people were convinced that um, that us uh, that Ubisoft was doing like that whole parody thing, and they were downgrading all their games on purpose. And they were saying they weren't and other companies third party companies were allegedly like people were convinced that they were doing the same thing um, other people were saying no it was just a limitation of the consoles I remember that was a huge fight for years in 2000 or for like 2014 um, but the only re- the other reason why I'm inclined to believe this is timing like there's there's really no reason why this would come out right now like there's no strategic reason to come out like to like let's say try to sh- like sh- off in the foot or shoot microsoft in the foot like the, the new consoles aren't coming in a while microsoft isn't really microsoft's already accepted that it's lost it's they've already accepted they have no way that they're going to come back and like um 
PS4. They'll be Halo working. Infinite. Duh. Come on now. Nah, that won't. That won't. That won't, <laughs> that won't save them. They said the same. Halo Five was supposed to do that, and no. They, it will they not got happen. the Halo game at Dave and Buster's too. Come on now. No, they Halo Five is apparently coming to PC. So, um, I there's nothing right now that I, I think Microsoft. I think behind the doors, they all believe there's no way this generation they have a chance of getting close to catching the. PS4. You think that's why they announced the new Xbox already? Yes, Idiot. and I think that's why they're just they're ready to wipe the floor. Get a head like, start. Right, next year, or yeah, the next Xbox, they're gonna do everything right, which I hope that's what they're gonna do. Like, okay. they're gonna, they're, because like I could tell you, we could all tell when we were at E3 this year. They, you could definitely see they're setting the foundation to really do something. Those studios, they all acquired yeah, medals for those the future. Studios, they're mapping their future for an investment. They grabbed Devil May Cry, I think. I think Devil May Cry is exclusive on uh, Xbox and PC. I don't think it's coming to PS4. I'd have to double check, but I could have swore I heard him say it was a Xbox look that exclusive. Um, I could be wrong, though. Um, but oh, I could have sworn we were at E3. That, that was the, the reason why everybody freaked out was because originally it was a worldwide No, nah, it's coming it's coming to PS4. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah, I just I've, Googled it. It's all originally I thought it, Okay, I thought for some reason, like, somebody, I, I could have swore, somebody made articles or something saying that coming to Xbox first, or it was, like, Xbox exclusive. Uh, to, like, combat, like, other games that people I think it just had. premiered on their stage first, but it says uh, all platforms. That, okay. that's, all it, that's, well, that's all it was. Yeah, well, hopefully they could do something like that. Like, if they can get some good exclusives, I think they're they're heading towards the right direction, but... I, like I said, I need to see some some evidence, some physical evidence to... That if there's, like, an email correspondence or someone has some some legal papers to prove this arrangement, then then it's like, okay, now we're, now we're in, like, the, oh, shit... Right, now you know, got to go the grain of salt. Facts, facts, facts. Um, so it'd be interesting to see if there's any type of follow up for this story, if it was true or not, um, and what it means for Microsoft and Ubisoft's uh, future. Because I mean, we sat here and talked about uh, Microsoft the whole time. At the end of the day, this is a two way street. Ubisoft was playing the game. Like, if this is true, does this mean anything for Ubisoft? No, because everybody expects Ubisoft to downgrade their stuff. Oh my god! This <laughs> <laughs> is truth. I hate to say it, but it's the yeah, truth. they're yes. notorious for it. I, they haven't done it recently, but they are notorious. They, they like when you think Ubisoft, Ubisoft and Downgrade go hand in hand. Unfortunately, that's something that just won't escape them for a very long time. Got you. Okay. Yeah, well, there's that. It'll be interesting to see how this one plays out. Um, another uh, interesting story we got for you guys. We're switching over to the Twitch universe. Um, popular streamer Doctor Disrespects ha- Doctor Disrespects House got shot up. Um, uh, he was on stream and then he got up. I don't know if you guys watched the clip, but he got up. He walked away for like a minute and then he came back and then he said he had to cut the stream off because his house got shot up. They broke the window. Uh, apparently they did like a drive by. And then he also said on stream that, uh, this was the second time this happened. He said someone shot at his house yet the day before. So two days in a row, his house got shot at. He's apparently, I guess, getting targeted. I don't know if it's like some psycho fan or somebody who hates him is like shooting at him. But uh, personally, I think this is really sad to see. Uh, regardless of what you think of his character, him, quote unquote, being Dr. Disrespect or what went, went, went on with his family and stuff like that. At the end of the day, he's just playing video games and to see somebody shooting at his house. His kids are in there like that shit is wild to me. And people people got to get like there there needs to be some like uh, people be laughing at me when I talk about this shit on stream. Why I don't do meetups. I don't do house reveal, uh, house tours like other t- uh, YouTubers. I don't uh, stream IRL so you can tell where I am. You motherfuckers will never know where I am unless you know, unless we say, "Yo, we're gonna be at E3." If you see us, yo, dap us up. But I'm never going to give you a specific location. Meet me here at this specific time because you motherfuckers is crazy, bro. This shit is getting out of hand. It's not wrong for me to be paranoid. Like this shit is wild to me, and I, it's just sad to see that. Like, if anything, like it's because it, his family was there. It's like that's fucked up. That dude's got kids, bro. Don't do that shit. Uh, 
uh, what do y'all think of this stuff right here? Like, y'all got any safety tips out here for the uh, the Twitch streamers? <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say safety tips other than, you know, watch your back and do everything you said. Like, I think that people are a little bit too personal. Like, and, and I wouldn't even say that the doctor disrespect was too personal. But I think that this was a legit thing that, like, a crazy ass dude went from swatting to, oh my God, like, I'm, a, I'm about to pull up at your crib for real and shoot at you just to warn you. But who knows? We never know what these crazy people, maybe whoever these people are who are doing this uh or whether it's one person or multiple people maybe they actually have like in their crazy mind a legit beef with this guy and probably have never even met him personal uh in, in real life like this is some crazy stuff man like and the fact that he said that this was not even the first time that they did it that they did it yesterday too what the fuck is y'all problem man that's that shit is scary as fuck man this is really scary like like you said it doesn't matter like how you feel about him uh and his character or whatever like he, he's still a person at the end of the day and he's still playing video games and he got a whole family bro like why would you do that i don't care what you know imaginary beef that you may have with him but leave everybody else out of that man like you actually came to his house you know where he lives and you shot it and you broke a window what is wrong with you that man oh my god like i saw this story i was i just like i almost want to break down because it made me scared for myself i ain't nowhere near the uh the level of popularity that he is but shit like i still like scared like just random people on the street like why i gotta worry about somebody who's like mad at you on the internet want to come at you in real life that's nah that's that's too much man i think what's really uh scary about this stuff is i'm gonna go out and let me say the person who was driving by and shooting at windows, I'm going to guess they weren't trying to, like, harm anybody. They're just harassing him by just shooting at his windows. Yeah, or trying something, to scare yeah. him. But the problem with that is bullets ain't got no names, and bullets are powerful. Are we sure the it's a gun? Like, are we sure, like, he didn't throw a baseball or some shit through the Well, window? we don't. Well, we, don't we, we just got to go off of what he said. It's got something He's, that's got a lot of force because it's breaking windows. We don't, we don't know if it was, like, a like a real gun a or a BB gun or something. Yeah, yeah, no, nah, he said, nah, he said, well, he said it was some some something that got shot out of out of the thing it wasn't it wasn't an object according to the, say it's a to brick the or a gun it doesn't really matter the fact that it went through a window even if you're just trying to break his window to scare him once it gets through that will that window if it's a bullet bullets ain't got no names that shit could fly even further and hit one of his family members or some shit like that like yep. that that's the problem with that shit this is like bro like that's if true. you if you really got a problem with this man knock on his door and pull up and say let's run the face <laughs> like, outside like, on your yard <laughs> yeah, like what wall. happened to throwing hands like that's some pussy shit to me bro like i, I don't get it like, like we go from swatting to this man Man, like it's it's getting like real spooky. Uh, what about you, Ethos? Anything? Any input? Crazy world, bro. That's why I don't leave the house. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> That's why I don't leave the house, dog. Facts. Hey, but he he don't leave the house that much either. And you see what happened? People still pulled up. Yeah, you, ain't even, you ain't even safe in your own crib. Yeah, your home supposed to be your your sanctuary, your, your place where you feel the most safe. And like this motherfucker I, can't even sleep. I don't know where I'm supposed to go now, bro. <laughs> Yeah, bro. Like, fuck that shit, man. So, shout out to disrespect, man. Stay, Doctor Disrespect. Stay up, man. That shit sucks. Um, cause some more news. Uh, some early Tokyo Game Show announcements have been made. Um, Tokyo Game Show doesn't start till I believe like the September twentieth or twenty first, something like that. It's in the twenties. Um, but some early trailers are already leaking, which makes me think this might be a good Tokyo Game Show. We might get some good game announcements. Um, some early announcements. Uh, Samurai Showdown. Project Awakening and Project Judge. Uh, Samurai Showdown, it, it was a classic uh, 2D fire on the Neo Geo as well as an arcade. It was one of my favorite fighting games ever as a kid. I legitimately, this is one of the few games that I played in the arcade. I spent a lot of quarters on. Um, I remember we used to have a, we used to have a Samurai Showdown 
uh, arcade machine in the old YMCA that I used to go to. And uh, I spent a lot of lunch money on that. I used to love this game, man. The combat was really good. So it's nice to see that come back. Project Awakening looks like it's some type of Monster Hunter X style game, but it looks like there's going to be more emphasis, uh, emphasis on story driven content. And then uh, Project Judge is uh, a game made by the people who made the Yakuza series. I don't know nothing about this. So I'm going to throw this to the our residential Yakuza streamer. Uh, what you think about Project Judge, uh, JG? <laughs> Project <laughs> Project Judge is like an interesting mix on like a detective type of game and the typical Yakuza series. Like it looked like he's even more badass than uh than Kidu from uh from Yakuza. Like some of the things that he was doing, some of the combat that they had. But uh but like I said, like it's not just a standard beat 'em up because obviously all the Yakuza games are very dialogue and story driven. Um, and I don't see this one being any different, but the main difference I see in this one is uh he's a cop or detective, whatever you want to call him. And he's a like, lawyer. Is he a lawyer? He's a defense lawyer. How single defense? female hold lawyer? On. Hold on, man. How do you go? How do you go from a lawyer? Okay, all right, whatever. Defense I, lawyer. I, you you I, didn't pay attention to the trailer, Jay. No, no. Hold wow. on, bro. How do you <laughs> read subtitles, Jay? Nah, <laughs> nah, bro. That nigga look like a detective, bro. No, he is a defense. He lawyer. He looked like, bro. You got to read the subtitles. This is why I watched dub. This is why I watched dub. He said at the beginning. He said the person that he just he just beforehand, like before everything was happening, he got uh uh proven innocent. The guy, his client, he then got charged again with a murder of the girlfriend of, of his girlfriend okay my bad so i'm wrong whatever like, what, whatever how could you do that bro i literally just got you out of this like how, what happened so now he's trying to prove that his client's being framed again and so he's trying to prove that all right it's okay because i got you that would thank thank you thank well, you because no because what i was saying it looked like it like it was some more like some like some label long i'm a cop detective shit but all right <laughs> let me find um, out jgb reading <laughs> pictures boy let me find out <laughs> well i couldn't it was subtitled so i couldn't i couldn't see what they were saying but anyways uh whatever i'll take the l on that one um but right. in any but in any <laughs> in any case um i mean he obviously had to like solve clues and stuff and and i like that aspect on it because it brings another another perspective on the whole series itself like you not just you're not just walking up and having a, a long cutscene and then you know you pulling up for the fade like you actually gotta gotta figure out stuff and and see stuff in the environment and and check it out to figure out you know what's next so i like that and on top of that like the combat looked like it was it was a huge step up from uh from the crazy stuff that they were doing in the yakuza series like this man was was flipping and dipping he was doing some crazy stuff from that trailer so I think it's going to be dope. I'm liking that. Um, and I don't even know, like, if some of y'all saw the survey that Sega had recently after uh, Yakuza Kiwami 2 came out. But they were asking, like, do you want to see more remasters? And do you want to see more games that are not in the Yakuza universe? So uh, for all the people that filled up this survey, I guess they already had this in mind that they were going to have another uh, another type of game that's similar to Yakuza, but it, like a different aspect to it. So I'm, I mean, I'm excited about it. It looked dope to me. I don't care about that shit. <laughs> <laughs> what about Project Awakening? Did that look interesting to any user? Like it looked like Monster Hunter to me. It's kind of hard to tell because the shit was in Japanese. Uh, yeah, yeah it, I mean, it looks interesting enough as far as uh, me wanting to know more about what the story is going to be. Nice graphics. Yeah. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> You said what? <laughs> oh, you said Monster Hunter Dark Souls? <laughs> you know, it's funny. I was looking at the trailer. I was kind of getting that vibe, like a Monster Hunter Dark Souls kind of vibe. Yeah. How the hell would that work? Man? Every game that, you like, JG, will forever be a Dark Souls. I mean, that seems game. like that seems old, Dito, man. A uh, Dark Souls yeah, type combat with, with monsters, bro. <laughs> 
That's Dark Souls of have. Monster Hunter games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that's gonna be crazy. But, I, need, I, need, I need to see some co-op if I'm gonna be truly interested in that, though. That, that's what's gonna because I don't want it to be it, all they show is some single player stuff. I need to see some co-op. Um, and then Samurai Showdown is just—I mean, it's a fighting game. Uh, that's not just any fighting game. I mean, it's one of the fighting games. That's one of the. Yeah, that's, a, that's probably the favorite. Right probably the best Neo G. Oh, you—you you, you, you actually like that game, Ethos? Yeah, yeah, that was my arcade game back in the day. Uh, Samurai Showdown Two was my shit. Facts. I love that shit. I'm that little witch battle at the end where she had like the the glowing orb and stuff like yeah. that. I remember all that yeah. shit. Bro. That game was yeah. amazing. Yeah, game was fire, bro. I don't remember what specifically made it unique as a fighter. I wish I did. I tr- I tried to look it up online, but then I was I, I got tired of reading. Opponent, you could. Clap I just remember it was fire though. It was fire. I they have it at um. There's this like a uh, gaming like a uh, bar you know grill place uh, in downtown Detroit, and they actually have the arcade version of Samurai Showdown nice. too. So I go there every once in a while and I play like with <laughs> with people there. So it's actually a lot of fun. Okay, okay. Well, so there's that. Uh, Tokyo Game Show, like I said, starts like on the 20th or 21st. Uh, so we'll be see- we'll, we'll probably talk about it again next podcast when we get some more news. Um, last piece of news that I got on my notes. Uh, Henry Cavill, I think that's how you pronounce his name, uh, a.k.a. the former Superman as of today, uh, <laughs> has been casted as the Witcher for the Netflix original series. Uh, the Netflix original series will be based off the Witcher novels, not the video games. Uh, what's the name? So Superman, well, former Superman, will now be the Witcher. Um, you are residential Witcher head, uh, Ethos. Do you feel like this is a good casting to play the character? I don't know yet, because I've gotta see. i seen some photoshops of like what he would look like, and I was like, okay, this could work. But, you know, I, I usually always try to give the actor, the person who's cast the benefit of the doubt until I, you know, I actually can see a clip of them or something like that before I make my judgment. Um, but I'm interested. I'm just happy to see it's actually getting, you know, picked up and actually being produced. So I think that's really interesting. Um, you know, there, there was rumors, apparently, that Siri might be black. I kind of confused but interested at the same time by this but i i have no clue what's what what's going on with that entire movie so is it a movie or a netflix series it's a netflix, it's a netflix series series. so it's gonna be like the marvel oh, stuff wow it's probably gonna be like 10 episodes uh i'm gonna give henry i'm gonna give henry the benefit of the doubt just because did y'all see the new mission impossible yeah he played that shit nah, good. yeah okay, oh that's so all mission, we can't tell you oh, shit. that, that the movie, mission impossible right? yeah you need to go see that shit it was fire bro mm-hmm. what's the name that movie oh, convinced good. me that he's actually a good he's actor good. and yeah. that the dcu just can't write a good script because he he played he well great damn, actor, i can't he, spoil actor. it yeah but he, the, par- the character he played he did his thing basically uh so i was like okay he's he's a solid actor uh so i'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt in terms of the casting what's the name what i would say and i said this on like my solo podcast i'm more interested to see how the fuck this show is gonna work because netflix they produce tv shows and they have a certain budget and we see it in the marvel shows like uh they they greatly undersell luke cage and iron fist they are way more powerful than what they even jessica jones but because it's a television show and they have a certain budget they can only put so many special effects in it in it so they kind of have to rock with it the world of the witcher got fucking griffins in that bitch bro they got uh the the, the big vast lands like how is this gonna work what's the budget gonna be for the show is this gonna be one of those shows like because you remember uh what was the show Nas was producing the hip-hop show what was that called on netflix um damn i don't remember what remember but it was the most it was the most expensive show that netflix had ever supported i think it cost them over like 200 million dollars and it didn't it didn't do well so they canned it after the first season so i'm i'm kind of concerned about with the budget and what the the special effects are going to look like and how that's going to affect the show because without a doubt this show is going to be expensive to produce and it has to bring up the subscriptions on netflix uh if it doesn't it's probably gonna get canceled pretty quickly uh you got any thoughts on it jay 
I mean, that would suck if it did get canceled, because uh, I know a lot of people love The Witcher, but uh, I know that when it was first, like, announced or rumored to come through, like, people were very worried about their long-time Witcher fans. Um, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about uh, about Henry being The Witcher. Like, uh, like Gito said, I kind of got to see some concepts of what he'll look like, um, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. I didn't think that he was a bad actor, but I've only seen him play Superman. I haven't seen him play anything else, so I have to check out the Mission Impossible to get like my full judgment on like whether i can truly see him as uh as being the witcher or not um but yeah i mean that's that's pretty much it we'll i guess we'll just have to see um did we get a date on when this one will come out yet i think 2020 2020 okay so they still they still got time then but uh i i guess he's putting you know his uh unless he has something else in the works i guess he's putting everything into this role now since he's not going to be superman anymore all I'm saying is uh, Iron Fist, all he has is a glowing fist and he barely uses that in the show, at least in the first season. I haven't watched the second season. I'm going to get around to it. Uh, and then The Witcher, like I said, they got freaking exotic animals that don't exist. They have this big lush world. They, The Witcher uses magic. Uh, how is this all going to work? And on top of that, the costumes, all the interesting costumes and characters going to be... That's my main skepticism about it. It's going to be interesting say, how they attack what, uh, what book are they doing? I don't even know that. I don't know. It might. It has to be the sort of Destiny series in it. I didn't read that. I'm not a nerd, but uh, well, that's that's what uh, Witcher Three storyline is based off. Of. Okay. Oh, so okay. More reason yeah. to be concerned then. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I don't know, man. Yeah, there's there's some know, red flags here. I don't know, man. What's I feel like The Witcher would be better. I don't even want to say a movie because video game movies suck. Just let video games be video games. God damn it. God damn, bro. I don't know. We're gonna see. We're gonna give it the benefit of that. We, let's wait for that first trailer. Has there ever been a good? Uh, Translation? No, no, no. no. A, a game that became a movie, not the other way around. Oh, like a TV show, you mean? Yeah. Not to my or knowledge. A TV show? Not to my knowledge, no. Mm. Yeah, I can't think of one. Super Mario, Super Mario Bros. movie? Anybody? Anybody? <laughs> no? Stop. No. Okay. Let's wrap this up. That's all I got on my show notes. Now, before we wrap this one up and we do our final statements, I would like to once again thank our sponsor of today's show, Casper. It is a sleep brand that makes expertly designed products to help you get your best rest. If you would like to purchase one of their products, head over to casper.com slash GI and use the code GI at checkout for $50 off select mattresses. Terms and conditions do apply. Once again, that is casper.com slash GI and use the code GI at checkout for $50 off select mattresses. Terms and conditions apply. All right, so, Ethos, uh, you got the floor. What is your closing statement for Gaming Illuminati Episode 73? Go. Back in this, you know, we on this weekly schedule, I think. Yeah? Trying, or at least bi-weekly. Trying. I bi-weekly. promise. I think bi-weekly okay. is more realistic, but we'll, we'll bi-weekly. Um. So, yeah, make sure you guys send us your questions and stuff so then we can answer them so I can be more active and worth will be Given. but uh yeah i appreciate you guys for stopping <laughs> by and uh, y'all pray for me so i can get over this sickness fast facts 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 all right jay you got the floor which closing statement for episode 73 go you know tell this hurricane stop hating because i got places to go uh but shout out to everybody um who will be listening so that's when that goes live and uh and yeah we're gonna try to you know be more consistent with this stuff because uh yeah we we uh we're doing bigger things is what we were talking about so Hope you all enjoy and keep rocking with us, and uh, we hope to you know get some more Patreon guests on here to uh, answer your messages. To yeah, exactly. Answer your messages and hope you, that you all are available because I know there's been the main issue scheduling. So uh, yeah, holla, gang. 
And uh, my closing statement is just thank you for coming through and listening. I don't really have nothing special to say other than I'm about to stream, but me saying that doesn't mean anything because by the time you hear this, the stream will already have happened. Late. <laughs> <laughs> you late to the show. Uh, so all I'm going to say is go check out the show on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher Radio, Spotify, Google Play Store, and all other major platforms. Make sure to download our app available on iOS and Android. Totally free. A way to keep up with the news. Uh, search Gaming Illuminati. Keep in mind that we spell Illuminati with the word naughty as in naughty or nice. And uh, continue to support the site, our channels. I know you guys are really enjoying the uh, Twitch highlights video. Uh, I didn't produce one this week just because I felt like there wasn't enough clips. It was too much of me, and I don't want that to be in the video. Well, I'm trying to be consistent with that, too. So make sure you guys come through to the Twitch streams and see this stuff. That's what I'm going to say is my, my last statement. Um, and you can find our Twitch teams, uh, our Twitch team in the description box of all our videos at YouTube.com slash GI updates. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. This has been episode 73. But I got other things to do. Bye.